weeks. It's Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, mathematics is for sissies. Plus, the compocalypse continues as California gets new cockied, misgendered at a sonic drive through and Afro wigs and the local news don't mix. All this with your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the real Colonel Sanders having trouble with his lines. I found a way to cook. I found a way to cook extra gravy. Come on over and try my quick gravy. It's entirely different, and yet it's just as tender and tasty. No, and it's just as finger licking good. I know. You see, I found a way to cook chicken deep down and get that real crispy crust that some folks like. And it's just as tender and juicy, and I'll get it now. I've, I found a way to cook chicken deep down and get that crusty, real crispy chick crust. Yet, yet it's entirely different. We're rolling. This is the good one. Take five. Most, most folks, most, most folks, uh, most... Most most folks. Right, once again. Uh, most most folks have heard about. All right, that's good. Good, very nice. That's why folks call it finger. That's why folks call it finger. Sounds good. That's why folks call it call it finger licking good. That's 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 why that's why folks call it that's why folks call it finger licking good. That's why that's why folks call it finger licking good. Right, I'm not getting anywhere this damn thing. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. She is a fat cunt. Drunken Negro face cookies. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Lick my stink box. Why does man have to have such a sweet rectum? It's just a fun thing. And now, part one of a ten-part series. Small things that I hate in a big, big way. By Tim Henson. I know in the grand scheme of things, this is uh, a minor annoyance at best. But, you know, on Facebook, when they show you an ad, you know, there'll be like a picture of Ariana Grande and the post reads in concert October 31st at the Caldezaville Civic Dome Monsterplex. Click here for tickets. But then in the comments of this very clear advertisement people are like talking to Ariana Grande Ariana your voice is so pretty my cousin saw you last week at the Starbucks in Los Angeles when are you gonna come to Tampa Ariana Grande is not reading comments on an advertisement she didn't post it I saw an ad for Masterclass And that woman who does the voice of Bart Simpson, I guess, is teaching something, how to talk in a funny manner. It's a good waste of your money. People were replying to the Masterclass ad as if they're talking to Nancy Cartwright herself. You inspire me! How do you keep from losing your voice? Do these same people scream at their television sets when Jennifer Aniston appears selling a vino moisturizer? Because that's pretty much the equivalent of what's happening here. I see her right in front of me. It must mean that she can see me too. Jennifer, I loved you in the opposite of sex. Are you still married to Paul Rudd? Jen? 
Jennifer, why isn't she not responding? Jennifer, what a stuck-up bitch. All these Hollywood types are alike. Someone should do something about this. And that's how you get celebrity stalkers. It's how celebrities like Jennifer Aniston end up dead, shot in the head. Because they wouldn't respond to crazy people on their TVs. Idiots engaging on social media, thinking they're interacting with celebrities. You're a nobody. They would never speak to you. Snap the fuck out of it. It's a small thing I hate in a big, big way. Now that I got that off my chest. Hey, freaks. Welcome to Distorted View Daily. My name is Tim Henson. I don't know. Apparently, I'm very angry about little things. I mean, it is stupid, right? I mean, you really get a good sense of someone's IQ when they're replying to Facebook posts that are advertisements thinking they're talking to celebrities. I love you. I mean, do you not know how the world works? You really think these celebrities are actually posting advertisements for their own engagements or concerts or whatever? And even if they're not, you think these celebrities are taking the time to look at these posts? No, grow the fuck up. Learn how the world works, honey. I don't know why that bothers me. It really does, though. All right. Hey, uh, I do have a great show for you. Got to calm down here. Uh, the other day, we started to play a little bit from the first episode of the Mead cast. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on him today, but I noticed that I was really only about three or four minutes into the show. And, uh, you know, we've got we've got so much more to explore. I've paused the show where I wanted to, uh, you know, to play the audio. I don't remember what Mead is uh, going to talk about here, so uh, I apologize. I can't properly preface this, but you know, it's 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 Mead. He's going to say something dumb here. Uh, okay, so basically, I'm doing okay. I have two classes left, right? Oh yes. So Mead is has still not graduated from school. You know, he took 12 years to complete a two-year community college course, and he, he still is one or two credits short. I believe he has to take, like, a, um, a math <laughs> this class, right? Um, okay, so basically I'm doing okay. I have two classes left, right, to, to officially graduate um, for my junior college, but unfortunately I am failing statistics. Yeah, I'm interested in his excuse here. You know, he had problems uh, in science classes because they were teaching evolution and he was constantly getting into fights with the teacher about the curriculum. Math, though, is pretty non-political, non-political and non-controversial. So what's Mead's excuse here? Unfortunately, I am failing statistics. And uh, that is an unfortunate statistic for me. I could do a paper on that. How math is my worst subject. I always felt math was more of a girl's subject. Maybe. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Math is too feminine for an alpha male like Mead. It's a womanly subject. A lot of math knowledge is uh, stored in the uterus. First subject. I always felt math was more of a girl's subject, maybe, because it's kind of girly. I felt like music and the arts and uh, languages are more, you know, manly. I agree. Theater arts is probably the most masculine subject. Painting in pastels, lavish Broadway musicals, ballet. It's all butch. I love Mead's justifications. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just not grounded in reality at all. 
Reed is railing against mathematics, the faggiest of all subjects. Which is are more, you know, manly, but math is sissy, you know, math, hi, math, <laughs> like that. I just feel like math may because I'm, you know, it's just not manly subject for me, but I'm not doing very well in mathematics, let's put it that way. Always, always. This is a story of my Let me get this straight. Mead fails math. And in retaliation, Mead commits a hate crime against mathematics. He basically gay bashed math. All to make him feel better that he's not passing statistics. When I was in high school, every year I would fail math. I would get A's and B's in all my other subjects. Uh, but every year I would fail math. I would get like a 30 in it. I'd have to go to a tutor over the summer. A 30? And to pass, you know, that's how I got through high school. And the tutor would try to explain it to me over the summer. And i like nod my head, but I wouldn't understand it. I can't get math. Some people are just not math people. They need to get rid of math entirely. Yeah, the Confederate statues can stay. Math is what needs to go. And, you know, I have no room to talk. I suck at math, too. I'm not great at math. I recognize its importance. I mean, not in every field. But if you're like a computer programmer or an accountant, I mean, there, there are countless jobs where math... Math is important. There is value in math. Rarely use algebra. So what is the point of calculus and trigonometry and all those things? Um, I'm not saying it's a government conspiracy, but it sometimes feels like it. So anyway, I'm not doing very well in statistics, but I'm doing well in biology. Now, a lot of folks ask, well, how can you do well in oh. biology if you don't believe in evolution? Well, the funny thing is they rarely mention evolution in what we're studying. Now, every now and then they have to throw it in there. Oh, by the way this all happened when these things evolved but we know it's not true i just replaced the word word evolution with creation we'll end it right there because you know this is all stuff we've heard before from mead like even if you don't believe in human evolution it it's been proven in other forms talking about how a, a lizard has evolved over time is not going to conflict with your religious beliefs necessarily right I don't know. Mead is mead. That's enough of me. Let's move on. Today, I would like to introduce you to a new auditor. We've featured these guys before. They just go around filming themselves being assholes in the name of the First Amendment. Know, like, they'll go into the post office and film people mailing stuff and then walk up to the counter and film people working. And it's all legal because it's technically like a public place. But the only reason they're doing it is to, uh, you know, upset people. They're they're hoping for a reaction. They'll do the same thing at, like, courthouses. They'll get right up in police officers' faces and stuff. On one hand, they're kind of bringing awareness to the fact that, yes, you can film in public places. Or, you know, inside of government buildings. And some people don't know that. So it's like 20 or 30% helpful. And then they're like 70% asshole. Here is the Minnesota Guardian doing what he does. He appears to be uh, out at some sort of public fair or park. Go up to a black girl and say, hey girl, let me get some chocolate. I'll donate another $5 if you do it. Right. Don't be a little worse. So he was filming two white girls on a bench and uh, apparently he got a donation. So he immediately sets off to find a couple of black women. I guess he's going to audit them. Can I get some of that chocolate? Some of that chocolate? You guys have chocolate? No. Oh. So I can't get none of that chocolate? No. All right, thank you. Where's my, where's my five bucks, bro? 
Where's my five bucks, bro? Where's it? Where's my five bucks, bro? Where's my five bucks, bro? He's doing very important work. Can't you see he's protecting our civil liberties? Just harassing people. Oh, he just came right out and said that. Okay. Probably not a smart move. Just harassing people. We are here to film the good work that our people in the blue do. At least they respect the cops. Here they are interacting with another police officer at a McDonald's. Can I get your name and meal number? Your name and meal number. Yeah. Is it a badge number? Meal number. Name and meal number, dude. Meal number? Meal number. Meal. Like McDonald's meal. Like name and meal number. It doesn't even get the joke. We're being creative. I've tried to find Minnesota Guardian videos where he audits places, but all I could find is stuff like this. You're a bitch with a badge. Did your mom do your hair? I have over three million uh Combined um, views. What, three million what? what is Combined it? views. I will say this. The most recent video featuring Minnesota Guardian is the funniest. A St. Paul man is known for pushing the limits of the First Amendment. But tonight, police and prosecutors say he crossed the line, sexually assaulting a woman and attacking her with a taser. Now that is some good content. Yes, Minnesota Guardian is in hot water. The Fox 9 investigators spoke to the man a year and a half ago. And a warning for you tonight, this story contains some graphic details. Oh, my favorite kind of details! Here's Tom Lydon. At the end of the day, I'm just trying to inform the public about the rights that you have as, a, as an American citizen. Wow, he certainly looks like a, a fat basement dwelling in cell. Everything checks out. Anthony Wickless calls himself the Minnesota Guardian. On his Public YouTube channel, the baby-faced 20-year-old conducts what he calls First Amendment audits, essentially walking into public buildings and rudely interrogating public employees against their wishes. No, I don't you want don't that. have a right to do that. So I can... Wait, why don't I have the right to do that? Don't I pay for this building? Don't I pay for your salary as a taxpayer? What's your name? You're a government, you're a government employee. I'd like to know my public servant's name. What is your name, servant? What's your name, servant? Wickless also trails police, and that's what he was doing Sunday night in St. Paul when police say he stalked a woman who appeared to be having a mental health crisis and was especially vulnerable. According to criminal charges, he told her his name was Tony, and he was an expert in de-escalation. He never said he was a cop, <laughs> but she saw a police scanner and tactical gear in his Crown Vic. She says he offered her a ride home and began making sexual advances, offered her money for oral sex, then began masturbating. Um, okay. First of all, was that on stream? Because I would like to see that video. When she rejected his advances, she says he began to drive more aggressively, got off the freeway in a White Bear Lake neighborhood, pushed her out of the car, and tased her. Now, I, uh, I believe this guy is an asshole, and he may have sexually assaulted her, but this woman was described as having a mental health crisis. Is she, I mean, I know we're supposed to believe all victims and stuff, but what type of mental health crisis was she dealing? Like, was she like full bloom crazy prior to the Minnesota Guardian picking her up? Was she like talking to ducks and stuff? Like, like how crazy is crazy? Not once, but twice. Oh, he tased her twice. Then sped off, but she got his plate. St. Paul police arrested Wickless Monday night, and today he was charged with second degree assault and criminal sexual conduct in the fifth degree. The news story goes on. I'm not going to play it. Although, this local news channel came up with a great closing line. Police and prosecutors believe the petulant provocateur finally crossed that line, going from so-called guardian 
to Predator. Oh, my God. Someone over there give Fox 9 News a regional Emmy Award for that piece. Maybe we should give uh, Minnesota Guardian the last word here. Uh, he's talking to a police officer, I believe. How much dick did you have to suck to get those stripes? You definitely look like you've sucked a couple dicks, bro. You're going to kick your wife? You're going to beat your dog? Hey, you gonna, are you going to beat your dog and beat your wife when you get home? No, I'm going to tase a mentally ill woman because she won't suck my dick. What? Is that hitting a little too close to home there, Minnesota Guardian? All right, let's move on. Last night, I got this awful hang... Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? Freaks, we have some breaking news. Live. From the Oh Shit Room in Distorted View Daily's Worldwide Crisis Dome, here is Tim Henson. Thanks, Tim. You sound great. A world in crisis. California and Japan are urged to evacuate. Mass pandemonium ensues. We go now to Gail Cord Schuler for a full report and your winning Wednesday lottery numbers. Okay, we have an emergency, folks. Uh, everybody that's in California, you need to evacuate the state right now. Warning, nuclear, nuclear explosion imminent. Dear Gail, I, got, I received this at 8.49 a.m. Looks like Gail has received some sort of communique. And I didn't get it till about 20 minutes ago. You need, Gail, you need to check your goddamn emails. Gail is the president of the world. You'd think she would have staff that would scan for important emails, but alas, she wants to do it all herself. And then, you know, shit like this happens. She misses a nuclear holocaust. I have some alarming news to report. Myself, the men, and your current $25 tier patrons have all been scrambling to solve the dangerous situation unfolding at the Cum Noble nuclear semen plant. Oh. The response from the Japanese and United States governments following your last YouTube video... There's been so many warning signs that the semen plant was going to blow. Only a matter of time before Cum Noble exploded. Announcing the emergency has been substantial. Dozens of fire trucks have been blasting the plant with cold water 24 hours a day, while fire helicopters have been slicing overhead, dousing the tip of the plant in a payload of ice cubes and topical analgesics. Mm, heroes trying to keep this thing from exploding, doing everything they can to make Cum Noble last a little longer. The plant may have well exploded by now. Getting bigger and harder. After gathering ideas from your fans on YouTube and analyzing the results of the poll on your community feed, our group assembled in the boardroom on Church of Gale. What a way to govern the world through Patreon polls. By the way, if you happen to be a new listener, you must be very confused. Uh, Gabrielle Channa, or Gail Cord Schuler, is, um, uh, I don't know how else to say this. She's mentally unwell. She believes that she's been communicating through brain-to-brain transmissions with Brent Spiner, the guy who played Data on Star Trek The Next Generation. This is all true. She's not acting. She's been doing this for decades. Brent Spiner is even aware of her because, you know, she's crazy and would send letters to him and stuff. When she got on YouTube, it did not take long for <laughs> for idiots to start pretending they were also Brent Spiner or other famous people. And they just fuck with this crazy lady's head. They've convinced her that she's the president of the world. And also, she believes in the existence of new cocky bombs. Semen-filled warheads 
that will destroy the world. From a safe distance, we were able to hack into the computers at Come Noble and flood their television monitors with videos of fat women. I guess that, you know, that's to get the, the Come Noble plant to simmer down, right? No, nothing makes a, a penis shrivel up more than seeing fat naked chicks. While normally such an action would be considered an act of international terrorism and severely violate the laws of the Geneva Convention, this was a world-threatening emergency. This email was sent to her uh, by Brent Spiner, in quotation marks. Long story short, uh, they thought this whole fat chick method thing worked. The room erupted into tears and we were all about to jump for high fives. But... When suddenly things took a startling and disheartening turn, the Noble nuclear semen plant expanded and the pressure rose right back to critical levels. I don't know if any part of Japan and California were spared. Sounds like they were doused in new cocky fallout. We've got to move on, though, because this is just too uh, stupid. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Finally, before we get into the news, now, see, now, this is going to be one of those clips where people think I'm transphobic and I'm not. I, you know, I go through this whole preamble every time, but I feel, you know, just because I point out that in one specific case, I feel a trans person is being unreasonable and dumb it doesn't mean I'm against the whole trans movement. As I have stated numerous times, <laughs> I don't pretend to know your struggles. All I know is, you know, if you, whatever pronoun you want me to use, I will try to use. I may slip up, but I will attempt in good faith to call you whatever the fuck you want to be called. That being said, you know, if I'm on the phone talking to someone and they've got a really deep voice and I refer to them as he, or sir or something. You can't get too angry if you've decided that you're a woman and I have misgendered you. I mean, I'm sorry, but you can see where the confusion comes into play, right? So uh, we kind of have a similar case here at a Sonic restaurant. Now, do you guys know how Sonic works? You don't go into a Sonic. It's pretty much like a, a drive through or you park your car and uh, you order food through the little speaker and then they, they bring it out to you. The reason why I say this is because at a Sonic, you, you really only interact with one or two people, right? Just the, the person order, taking your order and the person giving you your food. This woman really makes it seem like the, the whole world's against her here. The entire Sonic Corporation has done her wrong. I'll pull. And, yeah, and why you want to record me? Because okay. your entire staff has been okay. calling me sir. Okay, okay. Uh, so wanna... she's talking to one of the employees who's outside. Again, she's in her car. She got her food, but uh, she also got a side of hate, apparently. Park. Uh, why don't you tell me what we can do now? No, because I can do the same thing with you. Okay, okay, but your entire staff has been calling me sir the entire time. Okay. There is a reason for that. The credit card she used is under her male name. Just like the phone situation, I feel like if if I'm presented with someone with the name Stanley or you hand me a card and you, you know say you say it's yours and, and the name on it is Brandon or something. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with the uh, man. That, that's a man's name. What about me looks like a sir right now? Oh, I would not ask that question. You might not like the answer. Okay. Okay. Can we please move to the sign? No. Okay. 
Okay, not re- she's refusing to pull over. What? She's you know blocking people. Look, I'm sorry, and I apologize for what happened. Okay, if they did that, or oh, I mean, I. I mean, all you can do is apologize. That's the most you can expect. What does she want? Some free gift cards or something? Wants to make a fucking federal case out of this? It's like that uh, GameStop ma'am. Ma'am! It's ma'am! You know, she's misgendered once, and then the person, you know, because they're used to saying it, they they act, they say it again. It's not out of malice, but they, yeah, yeah they misgender her once or twice. I'm, I'm sorry. What else can I tell you? I mean, ma'am. What else can I tell you? He's calling her ma'am. What? I mean, if you're a, um, uh, can we please move to the if side? If I'm a what? Can we move to the side? If I'm a what? I didn't say anything. Like she's okay. really trying to trap him. Okay, don't try to put any any words in my mouth, okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, look. I'd be like, ma'am, this is a shitty fast food restaurant. I'm sorry our minimum wage employee called you the wrong word after looking at the name on your credit card. And again, like, I get that this is a sensitive topic, a a sore spot for a lot of trans people. You know, they're probably misgendered a lot, and she just snapped here. But after they apologize, you you gotta let it go, because what is this going to accomplish? Any words from my mouth, okay? Okay. Okay, look... If they call you a sir, I don't know what they did then. Because they saw the name on my credit card and they were being, they were not being nice people. Well, I mean, they saw your name on the card card. What do you want, what do you want, what do you want them to tell you? That has nothing to do with it. There could be someone in the back that they don't see. That's paying. Okay, ma'am. So why would they intentionally do that? Can you tell me what your location has done to be trans competent? Because- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ma'am, you're at a Sonic. We we don't have trans competency education courses. Clearly they are not. <laughs> Ma'am, believe me. You know, uh whatever you're saying or whatever you're trying to do with this. I'm yeah. not trying to do anything. Yes, yeah, it sounds like you're trying to do something. Recording. No, because Okay, you're recording. I'm, you wanna put it on social media? No, Go because I it. have been faced with discrimination. It should be noted that even though she said no, she immediately posted this on social media. From your staff. I'm so sorry that you feel discriminated, but I mean we have employees here. That, that what? Uh, that, I mean, uh, that are gay. If you if you're saying that oh, they're boy. gay, I mean they're here. They oh, work boy. here. So and I'm I, not I, I, gay. I, I, well, I mean, I don't say that. We're you talking are. about my gender identity, <laughs> okay, well, not my sexuality. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. Like you should not have compared the gay thing to the trans thing. You're just digging a hole, dude. But like I said, I mean, oh, someone is not trans competent. Don't need to discriminate anybody in here. Okay, I'm so sorry if you feel discriminated. No, no, no. It's not that I feel. It's that I was discriminated against. She's just going to keep this going, man. This is just part one. Well, I mean, I'm There's so sorry. There's no way we're doing part two today. I cannot handle it. Like I said, I mean, if in your credit card, it says the name. Oh, boy. Right. You're, you're the one handing the credit card, but correct? Look, look at me. Okay, you're the right? one. Handing, okay, no. I can look at you. Don't do that thing again where you're like, look at me. Tell me what I look like. What about me is presenting what you would call masculine right now. If you didn't see the name on my credit card and you were quickly handing me my car- card back, would you have said okay, something? Uh, what, what you- because, like, uh, women will sometimes go to a fast food restaurant, right, and hand over their uh, husband's credit card. Same thing, right? What like me to do, ma'am? What would you like me to do? Because eventually you want something, correct? 
I would like you to give me some coupons to promise me. That's where the video ends. Oh, shit. I got to hear a little more. To promise me. Part two. That you will stop treating trans people this way. How I'm treating you. I'm treating you bad. Let me fast forward here because, again, oh, I don't want to I don't want to go through all of this here. But he, he again starts bringing up the gay thing and that just sets her off. Oh, because, I mean, it, it, like my sexuality, whatever it is, and I feel confident of what, who I am. I'm not what talking I am. about sexuality. Ah. You don't even know what we're talking about. Her so, head is going to explode here. So how can you tell me I don't know what I'm talking about? We're talking about gender identity. You're talking about sexuality. Okay. There's a difference. What are you? So I can call you. What are you? Oh, boy. No. What are you? Just I don't think that's the right question. I don't think that's how you're supposed to phrase that. Why does it matter? No, no. What are you? Why does it matter? Well, are- because you're you're upset because you're being misgendered. He's asking you what you are so he can get the right thing, you know, the, the words right. Why are you? Yeah, you won't tell. Why are you being so secretive now? Why does it matter? Oh, it doesn't matter to you. I'm sorry. I mean, but to me, I'm a male. Oh, oh this is not good. Okay. okay. So, what are you? So I can call you a sir or a ma'am. What are you? What would you assume looking at me? What are you? What would you assume looking at me? I assume that you're a man. Okay. Well, uh, mannish features, definitely, because she turns the camera on herself. She does have lipstick on and long hair. She's trying to, to come off as a woman. I kind of is a dick, but I think he just he just wants to be right here. Okay. Thank you. In the uh, in the description, it says here I was harassed because my credit card has my dead name on it. My trans identity was weaponized against me. The world is on fire, man. Japan and California have been wiped out thanks to cum based warheads, and now trans identity is being weaponized. What is happening to the world? All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of fucked up news right now. Hey, if you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today, and when you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Uh, well over 4,000 shows at this point. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive podcasts, uh, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive one, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check out SuperFreakSideshow.com, all major credit cards, and PayPal accepted. Okay. Oh, I should mention our Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Just another way to help support the program. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Thank you to all of my patrons as well. Okay, now we can get into the news. First up, when Karen Quick went to decorate the mailbox of her daughter's friends last week for her 12th birthday, she knew to expect banjo music and flashing lights blinking from the house next door. What the hell is up with that house? Well, her husband told her the night before he thought he heard racist stuff coming from a speaker inside the neighboring house when he went to pick up their daughter from Janique and Joel Martinez's home. She brushed him off because that just sounds crazy. But the banjo music seemed to be playing louder. 
and then Quick said that she heard a slur come from the speaker next door. Janique Martinez and her family, who are black, have lived in the cul-de-sac on Jessamine Court for five years. She said she's had to deal with loud music and taunting behavior for the majority of the time she's lived there. Multiple calls to Virginia Beach Police resulted in the neighbor turning down the music, sometimes before officers arrived. But you know what? That music always comes back. They love their banjo music. The constant music coming from next door became white noise. I think in this case, white noise has a double meaning. Uh, The constant music coming from next door became white noise for the Martinez family and their neighbors. They just sort of ignored it, It, you know, just sort of faded into the background. Uh, Their neighbors are Andy and Nancy uh, Eltharados. Okay. Since July, sounds of a monkey screeching (laughs) came from a room on the house's far left side. Who are these people living in that house? Hey, white man, I hate seeing white women with African coons. We see them and their half-breed kinky-headed offspring everywhere. They ought to be arrested for eye pollution and deported to Africa for treason. Let's make it happen. Oh, maybe congressional hopeful Glenn Miller lives at that address. Again, if you are new to the show, you might not know who Glenn Miller is. You may have been offended by that last sound clip. Don't worry. That guy's dead. He rotted in prison. See? Had a nice happy ending there. So the banjo music is constant. The chimp sounds, right? The monkey noises play through a window roughly every 15 to 30 seconds. This is like a suburban neighborhood on a fucking cul-de-sac. Virginia Beach police received two calls for service to the neighbor's home on September 14th and 15th for nuisance slash loud noise complaints. Then the following day, on September 16th, Martinez said she started to hear the N-word coming from the window, and she asked the authorities to make it stop. Well, see, now that's kind of like a hate crime, right? Uh, She called Virginia Beach Police that Saturday to see if the department could do anything about the sounds coming from the house. Police officers told Martinez that they couldn't do anything, and they advised her to go to the Virginia Beach Magistrate's office. Uh, which also told her last week there was nothing they could do. I believe I have a short clip here uh, of the sounds coming from the house. Oh my God. It, it, I mean, it is just a, a cacophony of sounds, right? It's like... there's a motion sensor right and anytime someone drives by or you know the neighbor comes home or something uh, this music starts playing it looks it sounds like it's a clip from south park right This is what those poor people have to deal with on a daily or like hourly basis. We're good people. This is life for us. And just to know that no one protects us, no one, no law. I can't live like this. Martinez and her husband have three children, ages 7, 12, and 20. Here I am thinking that I'm uh, placing them in a good environment, and it ended up being hostile. Martinez says after all that's happened, she's considering putting her children in counseling. 
She knows they've got questions about uh, their neighbor's behavior and, you know, about hearing that racial slur constantly. Quote, I hope the Commonwealth finds a way to help protect people from situations like this, she said. Your black and brown people are important. I feel like if maybe it were the flip side and we were a white family, I feel I would have gotten way further already. Where does this story take place? Virginia? I think I know whose house this is. Uber Eats actually uh, banned me because they thought I was a racist. This could very well be Mead Skelton's house. Because this silly little group on Facebook called me racist, which I am not a racist, okay? Why would anyone call Mead Skelton a racist? Well, Tyrone's standing there with his pants hanging down. He's got 12 baby mamas all over town. And do black lives matter? And they go spotting, they're killing each other every day. You just heard a little bit from Mead's most recent single, Black Lives Matter. Second story we have for you today. This one comes from Wichita Falls. Where's that, Kansas? A Wichita Falls man who plotted to blow up an Amazon data center in Virginia. (laughs) All these new stories have a Virginia connection. Uh, This man has been sentenced to federal prison today. Not sure why he was so pissed off with Amazon. Maybe he didn't get his free two-day shipping like he thought he was going to. Seth Aaron Pendley pleaded guilty in June to a malicious attempt to destroy a building with an explosive device was sentenced to 10 years in prison by U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor, he faced a maximum of 20 years. Pendley was arrested in April while trying to buy C4 explosives from an underground FBI agent. Authorities searched his home in Wichita Falls and found an AR-15, ting, mask, wigs, maps, and other items. Not too long ago, we read a news story about a guy who was, uh, like, trying to blow up the post office to end internet pornography it was a, a misguided attempt. He was all, he did stuff backwards. He may be dyslexic or something. I'm not sure what sort of disability he had, but like he would go to 5G like cell towers and post letters railing against uh, pornography, but then he tried to blow up the post office. It should have been the other way around. He wanted to do something. This guy, on the other hand, Uh, He admitted that he disclosed his plans to blow up an Amazon data center to a confidential source back in January. He hoped it would kill off 70% of the internet, specifically services like the CIA and FBI. Do they use Amazon data centers to store all of their confidential information? I feel like they should have their own secure servers. Pendley also claimed to have been present at the January 6th insurrection over there in the U.S. Capitol building and said, though he did not enter the building, he came prepared with a sawed off air rifle. So even the people who didn't make it inside, they were fucking nuts, too, as I suspected. By the way, just because I don't want to receive any emails, Wichita Falls happens to be in Texas. Who the fuck knew that? The more you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. Two white TV reporters. Hey, white man. Two TV uh, reporters were suspended after wearing Afro-like wigs on air for a 1970s theme segment. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. First of all, it's Afro-like. Not even Afros. Second of all, plenty of white people had Afros in the 1970s. Did you ever watch The Brady Bunch? 
Mike and Greg both had afros. KATV local news anchor Chris May and meteorologist Barry Brandt wore the wigs during a segment announcing that a cold front was approaching Little Rock, Arkansas, bringing the city's record high summer temperatures down to into the 70s. Get it? May and Brandt engaged in a play on words, referencing the temperature returning to the 70s by wearing looks popular in the 1970s which led to sporting the Afro-like wigs. The gag prompted swift backlash from local activists. Not viewers, just activists. You know, crybabies. John Siebers, vice president and group manager of the station's parent company, Sinclair Broadcasting, said it was just bad judgment. It was a spoof on the 70s that just went wrong. The KATV reporters were suspended, and the station's longtime news director was fired. What? In a statement to the Arkansas Times, Sieber said KATV7 apologizes for the poor judgment of some members of our news team. Understanding the severity of the situation, it's not severe at all. We've taken swift action to address it. Not like they went in blackface. Uh, We apologize to all viewers who were rightfully offended by the segment, and we promise to enact and enforce new measures to prevent future incidents from occurring. Yes, you will never see another 1970s wig on our news broadcast. That's my personal promise to you. We remain committed to serving the dynamic and diverse community of Little Rock. Okay. Take a look at the chapter artwork. Here's a screenshot of one of the anchors. He's got the hair on. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't look like a black Afro wig. I mean, maybe it is, but I mean, again, it's just, you know, it it was just a hairstyle that was popular in the 70s. One person tweeted, this is beyond disappointing. I talked to local journalists and members of the black community. Traumatized. We are all a bunch of fucking pussies, right? Who's watching this that was traumatized by seeing two people pretending they were from the 70s wearing hairstyles that were popular in the 70s? Even if it was a black hairstyle, is it really that bad? Really? I talked to local journalists and members of the black community traumatized by talent's decision to wear afros on air. I am more concerned by an apparent culture that gives air to demeaning acts. This cannot continue. There is real racism that is uh, really traumatizing people out there that you could be focusing your attention on. For instance, did you know in this day and age, 2021, people are still recording music like this? Well, Shanique was standing in the welfare line. She's got her EBT card and she's doing fine. And your black lives matter when they go splatter. That is real racism. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks. Many ways to contact the show, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow, yada, yada, yada. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out and chatting and sharing weird stuff. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. Hey, Tim, faggot. Although I guess I probably shouldn't be calling you that because I'm calling to tell you that I just currently used uh, coupon code freak at adamandeve.com. Nice. Good boy. To buy a bigger butt plug. I had a little tiny one. It was a little, you know, one to see if I liked it or not. So Apparently you did. <laughs> decided to buy a bigger one. It was probably a little bit 
too big for my virgin asshole. Uh, it took me probably three or four attempts and quite a lot of lube to get that thing up my ass, but I enjoyed it. So uh, keep on with the, the Adam and Eve sponsorship because clearly I'm getting a lot of benefit from it. First of all, you have the audacity to call me a faggot. I don't even own a butt plug. You have started a collection, right? You started with a little one, moved on up to a size that was um, a little too big. I guess your eyes were hungrier than your asshole. But I am glad you're getting uh, use out of that promo code. Again, it's coupon code FREAK over there at adamandeve.com. Adam and Eve has just been uh, a wonderful partner sponsor uh, of Distorted View Daily for, oh, God, well over a decade at this point. Uh, they've stuck with DV, so uh, definitely uh, support them and uh, get uh, an amazing deal on uh, some adult material, right? Uh, they've got movies, toys, lingerie, lubes, anything. You know, if it's in the realm of sex, chances are Adam and Eve has you covered. Again, just use promo code FREAK, get 50% off just about any item. You'll get some free gifts, free shipping. It's a whole thing. Hey, Tim, uh, Sideshow Freak, Virtual Rapist. Uh, I haven't called in a little bit. I'm listening to the 729 show, and uh, I'm going to answer an old question. You asked what people like the most about Distorted View. I've been listening since I was a sophomore in high school. I graduated in 2015, so I'm kind of new, kind of not, kind of been around for a little bit. Um, I want to say this. I am a big fan of the parents yelling at their kids audio, a big fan of the drunk people, the crackheads and shit. Uh, that's my favorite stuff, the, the real good audio stuff. I really like. Uh, I like the voicemails. I, I didn't even mind the voicemail shows. I'd like another voicemail show. I like talking and hearing about what's going on with the other freaks. Uh, I've got my favorites, of course. Uh, but Haley's Comet, he's everyone's favorite. That's, that's what I like. I can't fucking stand Sextastic Tuesday. I wish you would have like maybe Sextastic Saturday or something <laughs> if you want to like, read something really good. Not going to happen. Although, you know, we used to do Sextastic Tuesday every week. Uh, and now we we don't. We do it maybe, we don't even do it every other week. It's maybe like once a month. I just feel like it's the weakest part of the show. Anyways, love what you're doing, Tim. Uh, it all kind of depends on the story. If the story grabs you. Keep it up. All right, well, thank you very much for the feedback. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Let's do one more here and wrap things up. Hey, happy to the Nature's creep here. Oh, can't understand a fucking word he's saying. Just on call. <laughs> Holy shit! We're in. We're finally in August, though. Yes, this was sent on August first, so now I'm going to be getting a lot of um, happy birthday voicemails. <laughs> we're in October now. Uh, we're catching up, though. We're getting there. Okay, I can't hear you, but I, 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 I kind of hear that you're wishing me a happy birthday, so I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right, a couple months late, but that's not your fault. It's mine. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, shop at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OGOD-IS-IT-OGOD. At the Cum Noble Nuclear Semen Plant. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Uh, tomorrow's program is going to be Sideshow exclusive, so if you want to hear it, you've got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will uh, see you one more time this week on Friday to end the week. Until then, you guys have a great day. Bye,
My name is Tim Henson, the new face of genital herpes. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.